0: Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast. Hey, Heather, how's it going today?
1: It's going good, John. You got, you got some beans in your step. Tell me about that. What's going on?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. So last night I attended an event called Speaker Slam. For those of you in Toronto, maybe you're not familiar with it. But Speaker Slam is hosted by Dan and Rita. Actually, I, I, I was there at the very first Speaker Slam seven years ago when they first launched. And I just wanted to give a quick shout out to them for doing such an amazing job of putting that together because what they've done is created an environment where people get to go up and actually deliver ins- inspirational speeches. And then mm. they compete for a prize. And, you know, over the last seven years, they've become, I'm going to say, almost a worldwide sensation, right? Like it's just people are, you know, jumping to get in and do those uh, those competitions. My good friend, Gunjun, was there last night as well sharing his story which was just incredibly inspirational and just blew me away. Um, it was so cool. And, you know, for, you know, the one thing that we've been talking about over the last week and a half is really around the nervousness of being around people and presenting on stage or presenting in front of room. So one of the things they have as part of their competition is called passion projects or passion speeches. You put your name in a bucket, and then if your name gets withdrawn, you get to go up on stage for two and a half minutes to talk. So I was lucky enough that the guy before me, his name got pulled out, but he didn't. He wasn't in the room, so he didn't get to go up. So the next name pulled out was mine. So I got to get up in front of the room, 265 people, 100 people online, and really just share a message of yes, 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 yes. And it was so amazing just to be in front of a room, getting people chanting yes, yes, yes. And just it was just crazy, the atmosphere, the energy. Uh, you know, we, we talked about impact and what you can do in two and a half minutes, is which is what I had on stage, having everybody on. Like, I don't know about the people online, but at least the people in the room, they said yes, at least six or seven times as I went through my little talk. Just sharing about how your life shifts when you say yes to all the scary stuff. I love
1: that. Oh, my God, right? John, that is fantastic. And you're right. Two and a half minutes. Like, how can you make an impact in two and a half minutes? Well you make an impact in two and a half minutes by practicing all the time so that when yeah. your two minutes comes up, you're ready to go. And I mean, I have no doubt that you made a massive impact. I hope that this was yeah. recorded. I hope I can watch it. And I'm sure Gunjin, you also made a huge impact because you know there's a lot of prep work that goes into joining one of these speaker bureaus, getting ready to make an impact I mean, there's practice, practice, practice that Mm. goes on to make this impact. But you said yes, John. I love that. You said yes to go (laughs) to the event. Then you said yes to put your name in the hat. And then you said yes to stand on stage. And for people watching us, they're like, well, that's easy. You know, John does this all the time. No, it's never easy. But that's not why we do it. It's always creates this this energy around all right, how do I make the biggest impact? How do I make this about the audience and not, not about me? And John, you're an expert at it. And you still, how did you feel just just before you went on stage? Yeah, no,
0: I, I'll tell you the truth, I was nervous as hell. Like I was just so like, you know, you're talking about the butterflies, just like even putting my name after I put my name in this, in this, uh, in the in this little bucket, this little pool. I, 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 like, I felt the nervousness, right? Like, oh, man, what if they call me up? What if I have to go? What if they make me stand in front of the room? And present? What am I going to talk about? Right? And then I'm like, eh, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. I know for some of you out there, like, how can you be so nonchalant about that? Well, the truth is, if, you know, the way I see it, you know, my name got pulled out because I was supposed to be there. Right? My yes. name got pulled out because there was a message that I needed to share with people. And I just kind of went with the flow. So walking up to the stage, (gasps) and then I stood on stage and looked out at the room, and I'm like, took a second. Actually, one of the things I do as a speaker is when when I get up in front of anybody, I take like 10 to 15 seconds. And I know it is one of the most difficult things that people can do because with people or what I see is people get up on stage, they want to talk right away. And the truth is you want to pull your attention of the audience just by pausing and not saying anything.
1: Mm. Ooh.
0: And, I, and I learned that years ago, I did a talk. I was in upstate New York and I was in front of a room with 500 people and I got up to the front and I just waited until the AV person and everybody else was off stage. And that just like the whole room was just looking at me like, what the heck's going on? Like, why isn't he saying anything? Right. Because the normal behavior of people is you want to see something right away. You want to get through the nerves. You want to just, you know, step into it. And the one thing I've learned, if you really want to create an impact as a presenter, as a speaker, even, you know, in front of your peers at a town hall, you just take a second to compose yourself, get grounded, and then you start speaking.
1: Well, and it now gives you everybody- a chance to mm-hmm. pull back your your shoulders, you make- know, make eye contact with the audience. And here's the thing: when you're in front of an audience, they all want you to succeed. They're mm-hmm. cheering you on, and the reason they're cheering you on is because they're visualizing themselves up there and thinking, "Wow, he must be nervous. I would be nervous too." And they want you to be successful. They want to hear what you have to say, but they also want to feel seen and heard as well. So when you spend that pause, you're not making it about yourself, you're making it about them and you're making that connection. But John, you have another really cool thing that you do before you walk on stage. So you gave us the... I'm on stage pause but before that you walk and you have a mantra that you say to yourself mm. to get your ego out of the way. Do you want to share that because I think that's yeah. fantastic too. Yeah,
0: you know, thank you thank you for bringing that up. You know, the one thing I, you know, the, the one thing, you know, as soon as I put my name in the bucket, right? You know, the one thing I've had about this this isn't about me. This is about them. This isn't about me. This is about them. This isn't about me. So as I'm walking up, you know, the one thing that's kind of this isn't about me. This is about them. Mm -hmm. And it's it's always about offering value in every interaction. And you think about it as a leader, you know, inside of your organization, inside your own company, the one thing that you got to think about, is not about you. It's about Mm -hmm. the people around you. It's about the people you're offering value to, the people that are there day in, day out, putting in their hardest effort to want to contribute to your company. But if you make it all about you, they're going to say, well, this is all about him. It's not about us. Why are we here? hmm. And, you know, when I got up and, and I started to do my thing, I just it, it wasn't about me. You know, th- there was so many. I'm, I'm not going to say there were compliments that were flying around the room. But, you know, the one thing I talked about it, was, I'll give everybody a little bit of a preview. But I talked about saying yes to all the scary stuff. Right. It's one of the things that we talked about on the show. And I you know, the one thing I brought up was, you know, think about what life would be if people didn't say yes to all the scary stuff. Yes. And the truth is I wouldn't be on the stage because the event wouldn't have happened if the organizers of Band and Rena didn't have the courage to say yes to putting something they've never done before up on stage. You know, we talk about the how, you don't need to know the how. They exactly. didn't know the how. And actually I looked at the I'm like, you guys didn't know the how when you started this. And here you are seven years later, you know, an international sensation. Because you just worked through it, you had that passion, you had that drive, you knew what the vision was for what you wanted to do. So it wasn't about me; it was about them, and and all the speakers that got up on stage. You know, Gunjan. You know, if he didn't say yes to having the courage to get up on stage to share his story, the event wouldn't have happened. So you think about how life would be different if we didn't say yes to the scary stuff. It would be kind of boring, actually. It would be. And we wouldn't have the progress that we have today, right? We just wouldn't be where we are. If people didn't stand up and say yes, right? People say yes to the things that, you know, terrified them, scared them, put them into really uncomfortable situations. So this is why I mean it's not about us. It's not about mm. me. It's always about the people, you know, that we serve. And even through this show, it's not about us. Right, no. it's like what what can we do to bring value to the people that are listening, those that are on Facebook, those that are on LinkedIn, people that's you know come and in, into every episode that say yes to all the big things, and you know if there's a little bit of light, if there's a little bit of oh man, I don't even know what the word is, but if there's a little bit of something that we can give you today to say yes to that one thing that you've been holding off that you've been wanting to do but you haven't had the courage to do, it and we give you just that little bit of courage, then we've done our job. That's why saying yes is so important, and you know when it comes to communication, that's what we've been focusing on. Is focusing on the last two and a half weeks, you know when you can communicate that across, you start to change lives around you, and that's like wow, just wow.
1: And John, like our fuel comes from the say yes stories. We hear from all of you in direct messages and private messages, you know, what you've said yes to and what it meant for yourself and for the impact of those around you. And I'll tell you, I get tears in my eyes when we say, I don't know, maybe we should put a book together, say yes stories. Like there's so many of them that come our way. And we want to hear all of them. I like till the day I die, I want to hear the say yes stories because it's so empowering to hear someone stepping into their next version of themselves, their powerful state, their place of letting ego take a backseat and being a valuegenic service to others. And it's just so amazing. And, you know, I, I want to go back and touch on, you know, it's not about you. It's about providing that value. That is the biggest tip that we give our clients when they're getting ready to present, because when you're making it about someone else, and I just make it about one other person in the audience, that way I'm not overwhelmed, whether it's 100 people, 200 people, 1000 people in the audience, I make it about one other person in the audience. And here's what the other sort of fun game I play, I just make that person look and sound like me six months ago, a year ago, because I know what messages I would have liked to hear back then when I was a different leader, when I was growing into the shoes I am today. And so I just visualize myself in the audience cheering myself on. And it's, it's fantastic. It's a great way to let those nervous energy go and let your ego go and just yeah. be of service to others.
0: Yeah. I think it touched on something really important there, right? Like, you know, we get nervous because we want to we want to shine, right? We want to be our best, but that's about us. It's not about the people in front of us. The truth is, and I've seen this, right? Like I, I was reviewing one of my old uh, speaker reels and I delivered a, a talk to, um, oh, I can't forget, I forget the name of the organization. But I got up in front and I said, I'm not a perfect speaker. You know, I, I say what I need to say in order to get value and message across, but by no means am I the greatest speaker out there. And somebody stands up and like, yeah, you're not. That's okay. I'm like, like, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? They said, you know, the one thing that comes off is because you're offering value, you're coming off across as authentic. And even though every word that you use isn't perfect, you know, things that you say are really resonating with us. Mm -hmm. And this is what I realized. You don't have to be perfect in terms of how you deliver something. But as long as you're offering a value, you find the perfect words that really resonate mm-hmm. with the people I need to listen to the message. So for those of you that are wondering, yeah, you know, do I need to be perfect? Do I have to have every sentence, every word? Yes. You know, there are people like that out there and that's okay. Cause that's, you know, that's what they do. That's their, that's their profession. But I, you know, and I think both of us, were are really just being, you know, being authentically ourselves when we get up and we speak.
1: Well, John, that's why we do this as a live show. We could mm-hmm. do a podcast and have it all nice and neat, and you know, <laughs> edit all the mistakes out. Or we can go live and just be vulnerable. And sometimes there's filler words, and sometimes there's things that we're not sure what the other person's going to say. But we run with it. We practice with it, and we're going at it with a place of providing value. And you know, oftentimes my clients are like, "I don't have a story to tell. You know, my story isn't going to make an impact." It, it's not going to make a difference. And, you know, I love this analogy. You know, if you've ever been in a room with a mosquito, this little tiny little pip squeak of a, of a bug and it's buzzing your ears while you're trying to sleep, you know, that that little, little mosquito can make a huge impact on your sleep. So why do you think that you can't make an impact on one other person in this world? Because there's someone today that's out there in the universe, in your circle of influence, that looks and sounds like something that you've already learned in your life. And so when you share your story and you share it from a place of vulnerability and honesty, wow, you can change lives. You can change the trajectory of someone's thinking patterns, their actions, their decisions. And so just just share, just share your story, share your place of of vulnerability. And that's how you make an impact. And John, I know we're going to talk about this tomorrow, but you know, we are so excited about the Master the Art of Confident Communication. We're doing the master class tomorrow. It's 30 minutes. It's quick. It's a lunch and learn. But we go into depth with some of these ideas because we just, we know we can't share enough on our podcast True. about this.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm super excited about tomorrow. I know we've been putting in the work to make sure that we're getting it ready to make sure that we're offering value to people. But there are, you know, we have been kind of dropping hints, you know, as we've been listening to different episodes and doing different things. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be good. It's concise. It's to the point. There's going to be an opportunity for maybe some Q and a, um, but we're really with the goal and intention of supporting you and giving you the information you need to succeed as a confident speaker. Cause you know, if you can get past that, right. If you can bring some of that confidence into the way you speak, it just changes how you show up. Like, it's just so powerful. I'm So excited that we're going to be able to do that tomorrow.
1: Well, and I think the other thing, John, people, you know, don't realize where practice can happen. Right? Practice mm. should be happening all the time, and you know, when people say, oh, "I'm really nervous about speaking," I don't speak up in meetings at work. What I what I usually do is I just ignore that comment. I just I don't even acknowledge it. And I start to ask them about things that they're passionate about. I'll ask them about, "Hey, what's your hobbies? Like do you love cars? Do you love travel? Tell me about your kids. Tell me about, you know, your last meal that you absolutely mm-hmm. loved." And I get them talking with passion and energy and excitement about something that's just Naturally, going to come to them. And we have this beautiful conversation. I keep asking more questions. I said, wow, that's an amazing speech. And I just learned so much about you. And I just learned so much about the things that you're passionate about. And the aha moments, the light bulb moment goes off of them like, okay. whoa, that's. That's how easy it is when you talk about something that you're already passionate about. So practice, practice by telling people your stories, Mm -hmm. things that you're passionate about. You know, you get someone talking, they they love cars. They'll tell you about everything about the cars. If they're love about travel, they'll tell you the, the details. They can taste the meal that they had on the ocean and, you know, the sunset was happening. Like this is, this is how you practice. Just talk about stuff that you're passionate about.
0: Yeah. No, and you know, you, you touched on something important there. You know, we're, we're all passionate about something, right? Somebody tells me they're not passionate about something. I say, well, let's let's find something that you're passionate about. And it just comes down to just really being you, right? Like being authentically you in terms of what you want to talk about, what you want to share with the world. And, and nothing is too big or too small, right? Like, you know, last night there was somebody who talked about Oh, man, there were so many so many amazing stories, but like anything, like we all have a story. I, I, I think that's what it just comes down to. We all, you, you know, and yeah, I used to think nice. the same thing, right? And I used to be with you. I'm like, who am I, right? Like um, I'm a white guy in North America and I have a job and I'm doing well. Like <laughs> who am I to share a story with the world, right? Because you think it's got to be like the cancers. It's got to be the diseases, It's got to be, you know, some atrocity that happens to you, but it doesn't.
1: No. One one of my favorite stories, and everyone can relate, that I share in, in my speeches, is when I learned how to ride a bike everyone learned how to ride a bike but I tell the story to share that this is an example of you know doing something that that's a little bit scary you're gonna fall down you're gonna step you know wipe that dirt off of your knees and you're gonna get back on that bike and you're gonna ride it and it's that same concept of say Mm. yes to the stuff that scares you I didn't want to be left out of riding a bike so I had to (laughs) get back on that bike and so it's a great analogy for life and doing stuff that scares you but that's That's a story that it's my story about riding a bike, but everyone who's learned how to ride a bike has the same story. So it's so relatable. You know, it's, and I have a dog, I have a French bulldog. I could tell you all, I could talk for hours about my French bulldog. I'm not going to do it now because we're going to run out of time, but you know, think of what's in your life right now. Just look around your surroundings, and there's something that is in your house, in your environment, in your life, a person that you could talk about right now. So everyone has that story. Yeah
0: those experiences, right? We've all had experiences and I think we, we we make our experiences a lot smaller than what they are sometimes just maybe to get them out of our heads and to put them behind us. But within each of those experiences, there's a story, right? And getting mm-hmm. your first job, moving countries, um, you know, getting married for the first time or maybe getting divorced or, you know, there's a series of different things that you can talk about that really, there's, there's a lesson in every story that you can share with somebody that somebody can take away something from it. And the truth is sometimes we craft a message we know we want people to kind of walk away with something that we want them to walk away with and because they hear what we're talking about they will they internalize it inside of themselves and they come up with a completely different meaning for them mm. and that i find those are the best right like those are, the are best. like wow I, I just love those because people take what they need from it and the truth is you can be the master of communication you can master your, your message But people always take away what they need in the moment for themselves.
1: That's right. So, you
0: know, don't worry about being perfect. You know, like when you get up there and you when you talk from the heart, and this is what I saw yesterday. You know, one of the other impromptu speakers, the passion speakers, she just spoke from the heart. and She just captivated the audience because she was genuine. She was sincere. And it was just you could tell it was like purely from the heart. And her message just resonated with the entire room. It was beautiful.
1: Oh, and she wasn't amazing. even a speaker.
0: She wasn't even a speaker. She was a college a, a university student wow. getting up in front of people for the first time. And she blew everybody away. So, wow. Yeah. Like <laughs> We're already at time. So just a quick reminder, we are live tomorrow at noon between 12 and 1230. Um, if you're not registered, you can just go to our, I'll, I'll share the link in this profile or I'll just repost it on our links. Uh, inside of Facebook and and, uh, LinkedIn. So you can register, but we are going to be live. We're going to share some great content, some great information with everybody tomorrow. I'm so excited. I'm so looking forward to it. So, all right. So that is it for this episode of the Say Yes Movement podcast. We're going to wish everybody a great day. And just remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Have a great one, everybody. Take care.